da 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 na 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 I know you like to have some opening music intro, so here we go. I'm a 36-year veteran, and I've got your back. I was thinking, be you. Because what you do and how you do it should be based on why. Who you are creates your why. So I was reading, I was looking, I was inspired actually about by some stories where some doctors were getting interviewed on TV and and the doctor said, we signed up for this. And it made me think, you know what? We've all chosen our paths in life. And what we do now defines who we are, but how we do it is probably defined by our why. So I'm thinking some of us just want to give up and we're not ready to do this. And maybe that's the best thing for us is to move on and do something else. But if we're going to do what we do right now, like what I'm doing, I put my nose to the grindstone right now and I've never worked harder in my life than I have in the last two months, the last 62 days that I've been stuck inside and having to think and find answers to help those that I love, my extended family. And so I look for inspiring stories that make, that would you know kind of explain how I feel and how many of you feel right now. And I came up with this incredible story about Captain William D. Swenson. So Captain William D. Swenson and his crew were on an operation in Afghanistan when they were ambushed with many men falling. And during the ambush, this leader called for air support and then ran through the enemy fire to rescue his wounded. With two comrades, Captain Swenson brought in a severely wounded sergeant to a helicopter for medical evaluation or for medical evacuation. In the video that you can find on YouTube, you see Captain Swenson bend over and give him a kiss before turning around to go rescue more. What a leader. And this is the kind of leadership we need in business. The leader who gets down in the trenches and thinks of his people first when they're in trouble going and taking those bullets. Not only with complete empathy, but a plan, calm and reasoning, getting them out of the line of fire while putting himself in the line of fire. It is the kind of leader who calmly reminds those that he is about to lead that they are all heroes and he's standing beside them. He's setting an example and reminding them that we all signed up for this. Don't we all have days when we're frustrated? Not only with those that we serve, but those who often lead us. Are they hiding behind the trenches, afraid to go into the line of fire to rescue you when you need it the most? Those people that we work with are turning and running when you're marching forward? There's very few leaders that can act like Captain Swenson. When in the line of fire and learning to show his affection and then going back to show those who he leads that we are in this together, we are truly in this together. Many of those leaders are currently soldiers showing their fortitude, solving the problems because they're right there on the front line. They know what needs to be done. And that leader is listening and appreciates those people, walks beside them. And I'm thinking of the challengers, those people that 
are finding their own ways to solve the problems because the leadership is not helping them do it. And these challengers are the leaders of tomorrow. And so many small business owners are challenged with leadership nowadays. The skills that they earn through education or natural skill it seem to entitle them to create something fabulous. It's difficult to take all that hard work and then be questioned or shown how to do it better by a challenger. And yet in my job, I always think that I want to have more of myself, more of those people that maybe those people who challenge you have incredible good ideas and they should be promoted. It's kind of a scary thing to think that the people that you hire might actually pass you or you could end up working for them someday. But if you're truly in it together with the same common goals, it's a beneficial thing. You learn that the people that surround you and the talent, if you learn to work together and appreciate it, it can be an incredible world we could live in. As the businesses build, it gets harder and harder to be a leader, especially when you're under fire and you're being asked to sacrifice yourself for the betterment of your tribe. It's hard to put that ego aside. But the tribe that respects their leader and followed them because of who they are and why they do what they do are in it 110%. They often know how to solve the problem since they're facing the same issues every day, things that you never thought of. Have you sat in your dental assistant's chair? Or if you're the dental assistant, have you sat in the ownership chair or the hygienist? Have you considered what it's like to run a business and the expenses and what's involved with a restricted fee guide in order to keep everything affordable and safe and productive? Do you think of each other and respect the leadership that each other gives? And do you listen? While that leader's been busy managing people and the product that they created with their why, with the talent, with if you're the hygienist, that preventive program that you've maintained and had people who are your fans coming to see you, have you been reaching out to the tribe to make sure that there's more ideas, how to make it better, keep it profitable, and keep it going forward in the betterment of the patient and the business for yourself? This is dentistry. Dentistry has built an incredible tribe of problem solvers. In my opinion, dentistry has become the most amazing platform worldwide of delivering affordable health care, a system that works for most every breathing human being with teeth and without. Using a public and private business model, we've been teaching the benefits of prevention where the majority of the world has access to a model that they visit regularly for that preventive benefit. Brush and floss and you don't get disease. We can extend this preventive model. We are in the most perfect uh, healthcare system where people come to see us regularly, hopefully every six months, maybe more if we're trying to prevent an ongoing perio problem systemic links to health, we have the answers. Times of crisis are going to bring out the best and the worst of people. And if we're truly in this together, I challenge you. I challenge you, preventive healthcare team, 
dental assistant, hygienist, associate dentist, denturist, dental lab, receptionist, owner, corporation. Don't just talk about the problems that we have. Find the solution, regardless of your position. If you're on the front lines and you're the soldier taking the bullets and your leaders are right there beside you, let's solve this problem. Right now, the challenge we currently face has a lot to do with PPE. So how do we solve this problem? We've always worked in our eyeballs up to with spit and aerosol. Lots of funky bugs have always existed in there. We find them. We prevent them. Yet our amazing healthcare platform has never been the cause of any major outbreaks of disease. If we want to continue to provide this high level of preventive medicine to the majority of all classes of people, private and public, paid for, this needs to be resolved. We need to use science and evidence like we always have, not conjecture. The N95 right now is a major roadblock. So what else exists that can overcome this challenge. In my uh, blog, my written blog, I've put some links on some of the examples of products that you could use that could solve this problem, like clean space respirators, an autoclavable, reusable, powered air respirator with equivalent to N95 that fits most everybody in different sizes. It would help our environment, but it would also help you have a safe example of something you could personally use to provide health care. What if we use new protocols to reduce the risk like we always have? We always ask the patient if they have a fever or are feeling well and to stay home if they're not. Same as our team. We will never eliminate risk. It's the nature of the job we signed up for. But what protocols would you be able to put in place that can keep dentistry and preventive healthcare affordable and yet time efficient while reducing the risk to your tribe and your extended family of patients? How about testing? We work with saliva. Why not test the saliva? In preventive care, dental health teams could be proactive in preventing a plethora of diseases not just about periodontal disease anymore. There's a lot of great ideas surrounding testing and what this could do for patients that come around to see you regularly. Right now, maybe it's a rapid test using a pap smear type of testing that the University of Toronto dentist is researching to detect COVID in the early stages. But why not use that and, and the technology developed by Mutant DX? where saliva is used as a DNA to use and also for biomarkers to determine other diseases in the asymptomatic stages for early detection of cancer or herpes or a myriad of other diseases. What about all the advances in hygiene and prevention? The hygienist, we need you. We need hygienists to continue to help advance preventive care using science and technique. We need to generate those aerosols to kill those biofilms. All we need to do better is make sure we're controlling them so that it continues to be safe like it always has been. 
Aerosol's been a part of eliminating biofilm and the science will continue to advance. Maybe we will be looking at more lasers or other uh, chemical, healthy chemical-driven options to control perio disease and the biofilms in the mouth. But in order to continue to provide this vital service, we might continue to use the methods and reduction of risk that have always worked extremely well, like products like PureVac or NuBird, high-volume evacuation devices that contain most of the aerosols right at the source. Maybe we'll add a little extra device like an extra oral evacuator to prevent any missed aerosol from going beyond the patient's open oral cavity during the treatment. Have you seen those? It's basically a high-powered personal uh, vacuum, shop vac, which is what they've tested in Thailand and used as a scientific evidence that it works. There's a multitude of products already available we can start using tomorrow to reduce risk. The evidence was already there that we were good at it, but if you want to be even safer, like we keep advancing our healthcare and keep it affordable, our current platform is overwhelmingly safe. We can efficiently deliver safe, preventive healthcare. The leaders of tomorrow are listening to that frontline workers, those hygienists, the dental assistants. The inventions you see are more likely to come actually from patients who don't want to wear a wire and prefer to clear tray and don't want to be stuck in a plastic room. They want to make sure they can still afford to come and see you and get this preventive education. Your patients are telling you how valuable you are. Your phones are ringing off the hook, but they're also telling you my time is valuable. I want less time in the chair. I want more convenient locations, more convenient times when I can bring my family, when it's easy. You got to work around my schedule. If it's possible, and I do have some surgery to be done, do it all in one appointment. I don't want to come multiple times. And if you can use a digital scan instead of goop to help diagnose my mouth, give me even more reasons to come visit your office. And that digital scan actually has AI built in and offers me more preventive solutions, more cosmetic options, and easier, more timely booking and one appointment um, surgeries. I want it. Most of those answers are out there, Mr. Skeptical, Mrs. Skeptical. I know because I've had your back for 36 years and I'll continue to listen to those people on the front line that are all smarter than me. And I will continue to use that to help provide solutions. So we are in this together. I've got your back. And here's my predictions for the future. Patients will want convenience. They want the ability to book appointments on their own personal schedule using their mobile phones, all specialties in one convenient location. They don't want to get referred out for an endo or for surgery if they can do it in your office. They will want a menu of options, the basics. They want either the basics or an upgraded experience or a deluxe experience, cosmetics, ortho. They want a full exam, including CBCT and maybe test my saliva. Tell me what I have possibly coming. I want to know my DNA. Patients are going to want an experience. They're going to want less trauma, personalized care, digital one-step appointments with finished product. Think like CIRAC. 3D printing. Patients will demand the latest in healthcare, but they will want it affordable with easy payment methods. Team members will want a safe environment. The people who work for you, they will want to be appreciated for that idea. They want an opportunity to advance 
They want an opportunity to dance. Protocols are going to change. There'll be less patients flowing through a practice, but the ability to offer other services will keep your doors open. Same-day crowns, invisible aligners, preventive treatments using saliva, personalized dentistry, holistic healthcare, sleep medicine, lasers, reduction of anesthetic use, biocompatible materials, biofilm elimination. I can go on and on. You have so many opportunities in the business that you're in. And it's not an easy business. That's actually a good thing. If it's hard, it makes it harder for other people to get in your business. And if you can make it affordable, it's by production, by high-level education with engineering of your product. Cleaner working environments using new technology, hypochlorous acid, UVC disinfection, automating the entire reprocessing of instruments and tracking and accountability. Safer, more comfortable PPE, like the clean space halo. Washable, reusable, autoclavable, easier to breathe through, higher levels of production with virus-killing fabrics that you're going to see coming to the market. Digital scanners will offer higher diagnostic abilities, watching how patients bite, offering artificial intelligent diagnostics from a scan. Dental consolidation will continue. Independent offices will combine to increase revenues and share equipment. You don't have to do this alone. You can have several soldiers and managers and leaders on your team. We will have to compete with dental corporations. We will see different levels of care. We will see more niche. The cost of education, I believe, will decrease using technology and it will require less professors and ability to increase the size of classes, which will result in less expensive. Technology will allow for testing using robotics and mixed reality. Sounds far-fetched, but it's not. Dentists will work much closer with an entire system of healthcare providers to help prevent disease, offering advice and consulting on healthier lifestyle choices, integrative health, total health. The world of dentistry will not only survive, but will lead all of healthcare. This is who I am, and this is my why, and I have your back.